Hey, welcome to Whatever Wednesday. I have to warn you, this Whatever Wednesday is going to be about a very serious topic. And while I really want Whatever Wednesdays to be more about whatever you want to talk about, whether that's anti-MLM stuff or Instagram growth or starting a blog or a random topic that you're desiring someone to show up and chat about, uh, what we're talking about today and diving into needs to be talked about. And I feel that it's been neglected for far too long. This Whatever Wednesday, we're going to talk about the Uyghur genocide currently happening right now. This is your warning. This is the disclaimer. Listener discretion is advised. There will be references and stories that contain material of sexual assault, kidnapping, rape, forced sterilization, and torture. If you are triggered by any of these topics, this is where you take your leave. The stories I'm going to tell you are difficult to hear, but they were even more difficult for the people who survived them. Again, if this is going to be triggering to you, I will see you on Friday for our Instagram algorithm chat. Before I tell you the real-life stories of the Uyghur people who are actively being persecuted due to their Islamic faith, I need to ask something of you. I need you to stop supporting places like Walmart, who sell mostly Chinese-made goods on the back of minority groups who are forced to work in sweatshops, factories, and, quote-unquote, poverty alleviation workshops. I need you to stop supporting places like Amazon, who don't care where their products are sourced from so long as they get their money. I need you to think past the convenience of our American-styled living. I need you to recognize that while you may be only one person, you can make a world of difference just by where you put your funds. The following quotes have been edited for clarity, and they are adapted from an article written by the BBC.com, which is linked in the description of this episode. The men wore masks and suits. They took the women they wanted from their cells and took them to a room where there were no surveillance cameras. I was detained for 18 months. I was forced to remove the clothes of Uyghur women, strip them naked, and handcuff them so that they were unable to move. The Chinese men would pay to have the prettiest, youngest inmates. The women were threatened to not tell anyone else what was happening. They were only able to lay down quietly. It was designed to break down everybody's spirit. The following story is directly taken from the same article written by the BBC, which is the story of a woman who had once been taken to a detention center, or re-education camp according to China. Her first time, she was in Zhejiang with her husband and was sent to a re-education camp without any actual charges. During this time, she recalls that she had decent food and even access to her phone. A month later, she was released. A little while later, she was requested by the Chinese government to show up to a police station, where they took her, saying she had to be re-educated. The following story is her exact account, verbalized from the BBC's publication. According to her account, Zia Wudan was transported back to the same facility as her previous detention in Kunz County, but the site had been significantly developed. Buses were lined up outside, offloading new detainees, for what seemed to be non-stop. The women had their jewelry confiscated. Zia Wooden's earrings were yanked out, causing her ears to bleed, and she was herded into a room with a group of women. Among them was an elderly woman, who Zia Wudan would later befriend. The camp guards pulled off the woman's headscarf, 
and shouted at her for wearing a long dress, one of a list of religious expressions that became arrestable offensives for Uyghurs that year. They stripped everything off of the elderly lady, leaving her with just her underwear. She was so embarrassed that she tried to cover herself with her arms, Zia Wudan said. I cried so much watching the way they treated her. Her tears fell like the rain. So I don't know if you know this, but China has also been forcibly sterilizing Uyghur women. Guys, forcibly sterilizing. They're raping, humiliating, dehumanizing human beings due to their religious beliefs. And it's not just women. I mean, listen, women are getting the worst of the worst treatment, but Uyghur men are experiencing awful treatment as well. These are real people. These are human beings. These are moms and dads, sisters, brothers, daughters, sons, being raped, tortured, and re-educated, according to China. Do you think that fast fashion places like Walmart and Amazon care? No, they don't. And isn't it awfully morbidly ironic that the exact country that spread a novel virus is the exact country that we're purchasing almost everything from? Y'all, it's not a coincidence. And it's up to us, one person at a time, to stand up for what is right and refuse to give our hard-earned money towards all of these appalling human rights violations. The following story is of a man who was put into a re-education camp. It's verbalized from an article written by varsity.co.uk, which is also located in the show notes. Following his arrest, Omir was thrown into a small police station cell, where he was kept for a week with no explanation. He says the room seemed to be built for 12 people, but contained more than 36 others, who, like him, had their arms and legs constantly shackled. Soon he was transferred to another police station, where he says the authorities subjected him to four complete days of terror. My feet and my hands were tied up with iron shackles, and they beat my hands, they beat my feet, they beat my back and my stomach, says Omir. They put needles in between my nails and my fingers, he adds. Then they put iron sticks into my sexual organs. Omir says he was put into a tiger chair for a long period of time, a metal seat-like contraption that restricts movement. Police also hung him from the roof of the cell by his wrists so his feet could not touch the floor, and later smashed his knuckles with hammer-like instruments. Those scars are still there, says Omir. Whenever I remember those experiences, my whole body shakes. What has humanity become that we're not instantly outraged by this? Like, where is the outcry? Why is our media not talking about any of this at all? All you see on NBC, CNN, Fox is houseplant this, bad orange man that, and nothing about the literal genocide that we're all actively funding by purchasing things made in China. Uh, human rights activists, feminists, Christians, Muslims, Jewish people, anybody with a human heart and pulse, it's time to take a stance and boycott all of the companies that participate in crimes against human rights by being complacent bystanders. I know that what I'm asking for is a lot. I get it. When my husband and I made the commitment to ethical buying, it was hard. There was no more two-day shipping. A lot of convenient factors were gone. But knowing that I'm not actively funding the torture of Uyghur Muslims in China makes it really damn easy to not sacrifice an extra 
$10 for locally sourced materials or sacrifice my planning abilities to make sure I get something delivered on time for whatever I have going on, it makes it completely easy to not take the easy way out. Because this is evil. Pure, absolute evil. And I need you to get loud. I need you to start talking about this with friends and family, people you meet. I need you to keep this conversation going. Because we can't fail the Uyghur people. We can't be bystanders to this. There are resources in the show notes if you want to continue the pursuit of knowledge on this subject, but please, I'm begging you, whatever you do, do not let this go silent. If you want to share this podcast with a friend or family member to get that conversation started, because some of this is really uncomfortable and maybe you're not comfortable expressing all of these stories, go ahead. I I ask you to, please. If you want to take the resources in the show notes, do your own research, and create a conversation of your own, Please, do it, do it. We can't let this go silent. We can't be bystanders to this because it's not okay. Whew, okay. I know that this Whatever Wednesday was heavy. It's a heavy topic that needs to be talked about, and while I don't intend to bring heavy topics every Wednesday, it was a much-needed conversation, and I hope that if anything, it made you want to become more educated on the subject and begin that conversation with your community. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Share it with a friend, make sure you're subscribed, and leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, make sure to connect with me over at KaylaTheNap on Instagram. I appreciate you. I'm happy that you're here. We'll talk on Friday and go over the Instagram algorithm, Instagram growth, and all the tips that your favorite creators have leaked. We'll chat soon. See you Friday.